0: Welcome to blooming. Thank you so much for being here and tuning into the show. We've got an exciting topic today, and it's something that not a lot of people know about. If you're into yoga, you might've heard of chakras. It's actually fascinating to learn about because chakras are the energy centers of our bodies. There are seven of them, and when they are flowing smoothly, it it creates healthy mind, body, and soul. So I'm super excited to have my friend Jara Payne on the show today. She's an escrow officer by day, but by night and weekends, she's a yoga instructor at Core Power. She's so passionate about health and wellness, so I just think that's why we have a great connection. Plus, she's a joy to be around. She has great energy, and you can just feel it. Makes you think, hey, I'll have what she's having. So you're in for a treat today as we learn about becoming aware of our chakras, how they work and the role that they play in our home environment. So let's grow. Is your home environment helping you or hurting you? We've been taught that our health is determined by the food that we eat or how much we exercise. But what if there's more to it than that? I'm here to tell you that your home environment matters. We spend most of our time at home and we're raising our families here. So, isn't it important to know if we're creating an environment that is supportive to our health and well being? Here on Blooming a Healthy Home by Design, we're going to uncover the many ways your home can support you building a healthier lifestyle for your family. We'll uncover simple ideas that will get you to think about your home differently. You'll discover how to get rid of toxins that could be lurking in your walls and cupboards, to new ideas in color psychology, furniture placement, anything and everything that can help influence positive mood and behavior so you and your family can lead healthier, fuller lives at home. I'm Sheila Alston, founder of Healthy Home Media and editor of the Wellness Real Estate Magazine and Healthy Home Magazine. I'm on a mission to bring health and home together. I'm searching far and wide to bring guests who will guide you with simple and actionable steps that you can take to help you and your family bloom and grow. So thanks so much for being here. Together, we're making the world a healthier place, one home at a time. Welcome everyone to our show today. And thank you, Jera, for coming to share with us some information on chakras. Um, first of all, I want to say that it's terrible how staying at home has impacted small business. And so I just want to ask how you're doing and are you still doing um yoga and getting that into your routine?
1: Well, it's a pleasure to be on today with you. I it's kind of been a crazy world. So um my yoga practice has switched as much, I'm sure, as yours or anybody else's. Um my studio that I was teaching at um they backed off of hands-on adjustments and then eventually it got to the point where they just had to close down their oh, doors yeah. as most, you know, yoga studios yeah. and fitness places have had to do mm-hmm. um, for the safety of everybody. Mm-hmm. So um, I haven't been teaching except online and um, zoom calls. Yeah. So, that's great
0: that you can do that though. Cause I know that I haven't been working out like I should and, I need to get back to class so that's awesome that you can do it virtually to still help people. Um okay, so maybe before we get started tell us a little bit about yourself and what drew you to yoga and how you learned about chakras.
1: So, yoga, I think I picked up my first yoga book just off of Barnes and Noble shelf when I was 16 mm-hmm. and really it's just always drawn me back at any point in time in my life but um i've needed healing and uh, whether it was mentally or physically or emotionally mm-hmm. um and it just has allowed me through the years to heal um physically at several different times and uh, emotionally just really been able to find myself and my inner um the key to knowing who I truly am. Mm-hmm. And that really uh, was eye opening when I learned about the chakras of learning who I am at my heart and my truest self.
0: Right. Cause I don't think people, if they're not, if they haven't done yoga before or they've maybe just done a couple of classes, they don't realize that it's so much more than just exercise and movements, right? It's a whole philosophy of life and like, I mean, just even it's so fascinating to me to learn about the energy centers just because, wow, you can kind of control how your mood is and how you're feeling if you just can become aware of maybe some of these things that are blocked, right? So
1: Absolutely. So a lot of people don't realize that yoga is just not a workout routine. Yoga is actually means to yoke the body. So you're, oh. you're cutting Combining yeah. the mental, the physical, the spiritual, all in one. And it's the breath to movement that helps your mind relax. So whatever moving meditation works for you, maybe it's not yoga, but maybe it's gardening or reading a book or going for a walk with your dog. Those are all really great things. Mm-hmm. That movement, breath, um, you get the same added benefits. So the mental meditation at the end if you've ever done yoga you'll hopefully have heard that the most significant posture is the shavasana at Mm -hmm. the end where you're just laying there you're doing all of the physical activity to tire your body in order to do the meditation at the end
0: Right. But so just being in Shavasana all day long, probably (laughs) that's what I love the most, but you got to do the work first. yeah.
1: (laughs) You need need something that quiets the mind first in order to sit there. And that's why when we wake up in the morning, that's a really great time to meditate because it's before all of the noise starts and that monkey chatter in your brain brain. starts of your thinking of all of the different things that you need to do during the day. But yoga is a great way during your day, whether it's in the morning, afternoon, or evening, that you can help quiet the brain. And then all of that chatter becomes still so that you can actually meditate, focus, align your chakras, and find your truest self and find those answers that you've been trying to seek throughout your day.
0: Right. Okay. So I'm curious then let's go through the chakras and tell me a little bit about each one. There's seven of them and I think they have different colors and what they represent. Um, Yeah. Well, first
1: um, it's important to kind of understand what a chakra is. Mm -hmm. So a chakras are energy centers and there's seven main ones in our body. So you have imagine these different clocks that are turning um, in our body and it creates almost like a a tunnel or a channel once they're all going Mm -hmm. succinctly and those energies are flowing. So you start with your first chakra, that's your root chakra. And that is um, the base of your spine, your pelvic floor, your legs. If you imagine a triangle that kind of goes almost from your bell, uh, your belly button down to your feet. That's your first chakra. Mm. And that's where we get the energy. That's our energy coming from the earth. That's why it's root chakra. If you imagine roots going into the earth, oh, yeah. you're getting that energy from the universe and pulling it into your body. The second chakra um, is... Our orange chakra, our sacral chakra. It's also known as the water chakra because that's where we start flowing. So it goes from that root where it stands still mm-hmm. to movement. So it starts moving. Um, it's your creativity center, it's your reproductive organs, your hips, your sacrum, your lower abs. All of that intimacy um, comes from that chakra our share our, our connection with one another.
2: Mm-hmm. Then
1: it flows into our third chakra, which is our solar plexus, mm-hmm. um, also known as our yellow chakra. This is what creates fire in our body, mm-hmm. um, our abs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Obviously, you're doing a core workout. You're going to feel that fire start within you. So it's also our stomach, our, stomach, our liver, um this is, governs our confidence and our self-esteem our ego if you see somebody with a six pack they uh-huh. might be a little bit hyperactive <laughs> with this chakra um so it's it's our role in society and um how we view ourselves and others um, that moves into our fourth chakra, our green chakra. Um, sometimes it's also a, a pink chakra, our heart chakra. This is our love. Um, it goes up through our shoulders and our arms, our hands, our breathing. And this is our compassion for one another um, and our selfless service that we do for others. Mm-hmm. Um, unconditional love and empathy that we have for one another and the environment around us then it goes into our fifth chakra our throat chakra Mm -hmm. and this is um our sound around us um what we say Mm -hmm. is what we mean So this is our throat, our tongue, our vocal cords. It goes through our jaw, our ears, even our lymphatic system. Um, And it's not just communication, but self-control, self-mastery, and our honesty, Mm -hmm. not just with one another, but with ourselves as well. And then it moves up. um, You've probably heard of our sixth chakra. This is our third eye chakra. Uh Um, It sits right between our eyebrows. Um, This is the color violet, that purple, Uh um, beautiful ray of light. And it governs our intuition and our knowledge, um, humility, clarity. So if you've ever had that feeling, I really shouldn't drink that milk even though it says that it's not expired. <laughs> and then you, sh- you go ahead and do it anyway and yeah. you realize, oh, it was bad. Yeah. So, um, you know, and that can go with your relationships and, and everything else. So um, the last chakra, which is the main um, seventh chakra, is our white chakra, also known as our crown chakra. If you imagine a crown up over your head, Mm -hmm. this white brilliant light. It's um, the space that's between that crown and several inches above your head. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is our universal understanding, our relationship with God and really the ultimate connection with the universe And what is around us. Mm -hmm. So if you imagine all the energy, not just coming up from that first root chakra and coming into our bodies and weaving, um, there's so much that I could go into weaving through your body Mm -hmm. like a snake and then up out the top of your head. But it's also once you really get into feeling your chakras, that energy comes down too so it's that flowing of going up and coming down and staying grounded at the same time and them all rotating in the correct direction not being hyperactive like i said with Mm -hmm. you know that guy with the six-pack abs that you can be hyper and overstimulate your chakras too. So just keeping them in balance and keeping them grounded and recognizing them so that if they do get an out of balance one way or another, you know, and you recognize it to bring that back into balance.
0: So if anybody's ever in, um, you know, they say that you're in the flow or like you're working on something, you're super creative and everything's just lining up together or, you're, you know, you're playing, you're an athlete and and your game's just really good. It just seems like they always talk about being in the flow. It makes perfect sense, right? Then that you're in the flow and everything's just happening for you. Cause isn't that what's supposed to happen? If you're in the, everything's flowing, then life is just like going really good for you. Is that how it works? Absolutely.
1: I mean, it's so funny because it's almost that once you realize that you've you're in the zone or you have that 30 seconds of clarity or, or whatever that is, or Mm -hmm. you've, you thought of your friend and they called you or Mm -hmm. you think of a song before it comes on the radio, all of those things, those are those little things that you, you can see that you're in line and you're in tune Mm -hmm. with the universe and, um, you're able to communicate with the universe and it back with you and, um, put out your, you know, put out your heart um, and yourself and receive back at the same time. So yes, being in the flow, whatever it is that you call it, that's what is
0: important. Well, but so most of us are not in the flow most of the time, right? So what do we do? What do we do if we notice that one of these, I mean, how do we know if it's that certain chakra? I mean, you went over the chakras, right? So I guess if we're thinking about those certain areas and we're feeling stuck in that area of our lives. Like maybe the throat chakra, if I just feel like I can't say what it is that I'm trying to say, how do I, what do I do to get that flowing again? And how do I know if it's stuck or if it's over hyperactive?
1: So like you said, the throat chakra. So maybe you say something,
0: you know, your,
1: your child's doing something and you you snapped at them and you realize, Oh my gosh, I said something that I don't mean. And after apologizing, you know, obviously something's not right with your throat chakra. So what is it that's imbalancing? And there's so many different things that you can do to ground yourself and balance that chakra from yoga postures to, you know, out in your home, like, um, so this is one thing that we wanted to address yeah. today is how can we bring this into our home so um, being able to declutter and visualize that maybe this is what's blocking oh, this that's so and opening it up so whatever um, and we'll get into it a little bit um, more as we go through them yeah. but um, do you want to dive into- I do.
0: I'm so interested. Yes. That's so awesome because I think that even if you've heard about chakras, nobody probably ever talks about how you can have the role that they would have in our home and what we can do in our home to help them get them spinning and flowing. Right. I mean, I've heard of breathing right. and it's awesome that you can do yoga for that too, but just to know that our home environment plays such a huge part in supporting our health too. Um, and that's what I love to talk about on the show. So yeah, let's dive in. All right. Well, just as you can,
1: um, notice when you maybe say something that you don't mean that that's your throat chakra, that mm-hmm. off. you can go around your house and visualize and just see, wow, my living room's a mess or mm-hmm. your kitchen maybe is just looking a little bit dull and you need to liven it up. Um. With you know, some fresh herbs or something, mm-hmm. being able to just walk around and visually see it, because sometimes we're numb with everything that's going on. We don't necessarily always feel it in our bodies right away mm-hmm. or visualize it, but when it is right in front of us, it's a lot easier to see. So you really want to um see where can you declutter and organize. Um different spaces Mm -hmm. and then maybe after listening to this podcast you can you know go back and listen to it over and over again um and see all right well you know starting let's start with root chakra our our first chakra so this is our basic needs this is our food our water anything that's our basic survival Mm -hmm. so these are going to be rooms like the kitchen, mm. this is where we get our sustenance from, um, where we eat, our bathroom, this is where we clean ourselves and take care of ourselves, our basic needs. It also can be your basement and your crawl spaces. These are those, those root areas of the home, and our foundation. Mm-hmm. So you want to really look at is your kitchen, when you walk into it, is it cluttered? Do you have things all over the counter? Are there dirty dishes in the sink? When you open your refrigerator, do you have those fruits and vegetables? Or is it a lot of canned soups and beans and stale items? Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. even down to the food that we eat, we're nurturing our bodies. And that's energy that we're consuming. Mm-hmm. So if you're around somebody or something that has a negative energy that's going to affect your chakras and your energy as well.
0: That's probably why plants are so good to be eaten, you know, eaten all the time is because you're getting that live energy from plants and fruits and vegetables. And that that is going to help support your root chakra. So what you're saying? Yeah.
1: Oh, awesome
0: absolutely yeah. i always
1: loved having fresh basil rosemary
0: i have to show um, did i show you my tower garden i have outside because now i have like a living pantry with <laughs> i haven't seen it yeah. lately and i'm so jealous of
1: it yeah it's awesome see that on there
0: and, so now i know um, i'm feeding my root chakra when i go out and clip some i've got cilantro and i've got celery and stuff growing on it so it's pretty exciting absolutely
1: Okay. So what's the next one? How
0: do we, what rooms are for the, um, the orange one? So
1: our second chakra, Mm -hmm. um, our sacral chakra. So this is like I said, represented it with water and that's where our energy starts flowing. So, um, it's where your creativity happens. So the bedroom obviously, is that intimate part Uh of that sacral chakra, Uh but it's any place in your home where you can be creative. So think of areas, um, do you paint or play music? Um, Maybe you have a home business like you do. Uh So you're a realtor, so you know that you you know what it's like to work from home and what your office space look like or I know uh, it is
0: um it's not as clean as it should be right now but um this is where I do get creative I can sit in front of the computer for hours and hours and hours and just I mean I love I have a background in marketing so I just love the marketing (laughs) designing things right so um so yeah I do. I feel like I do have like good energy when I'm in my office. That's why everyone's like, "Why are you in the office?" But I feel like it's kind of my happy place, right? So I I like working at home.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's so important. So you, that that's the second chakra. Mm-hmm. Um, and then moving into like the third chakra, mm-hmm. um, our solar plexus. This is our personal power. It's how we view others. Um, like I said, our ego, uh-huh. um, where we get our self-confidence. So, uh, you know, our bathroom, our laundry, our living room and family room. So these are so important to have decluttered uh-huh. and inviting. Um, and we entertain others, you know, whether it be your living room or If you have people over, um, for dinner, a lot of times I know for my book club, like we rotate around and Mm -hmm. we cook dinner for each Mm -hmm. other. So these are how, you know, others are viewing us. So what does that look like in your home?
0: Right. So these are fixes that you can do, whether you are spinning too high In the ego area, or what if you are lacking in self-confidence? I mean, you can still do some of these things in your home to kind of support that and get your flow. Or what can you do um, if you don't feel good about yourself when you look in the mirror? And so that's probably spinning really slow.
1: Yeah, so make sure that you take a look at your bathroom space. I mean, even like literally look at is your mirror Mm -hmm. in your bathroom clean Mm -hmm. this is the your reflection of yourself when you're getting yourself ready you know you're doing your hair putting on your makeup how is that like uh, i'm a little fastidious so all my makeup is literally organized for me to flow through it in the Mm -hmm. morning so Mm -hmm. i've got you know my little routine that i do and my bathroom is very very organized that I flow through it. And anytime, like I go on vacation and I come back and that flow is off, I'm like, okay, we got to take a minute yeah. and get this all reorganized. Yeah, Because I always feel off. Yeah. So um, if, if you're like me, when I entertain, I feel so good when my, you know, friends and family come over and I have, you know, the dining room table perfectly set with mm-hmm. all of you know, the yeah. cups and yeah. the beautiful food on uh, the table for them to eat. So yeah. that makes me feel good and it
0: really feeds this chakra and it's balanced. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. And also being probably more compassionate with yourself too, not being so rigid about things and just um, yeah. allows you to flow a little bit better too, right? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Okay. So what's the next chakra then?
1: So next we move into our heart chakra, our fourth love chakra. Mm-hmm. So um, this also is our dining room where we share meals together. Mm-hmm. It can be as simple as a hallway, mm-hmm. depending on if, you know, obviously it's not going to be your hallway if you live by yourself. Mm-hmm. But if you have a big family and this is the first time you see somebody in the morning with your family, this would be, you know, that communication center of where you are able to give that first hug of the day hmm. and feed that heart chakra. So um, eating areas are, you know, really how we show love. Mm-hmm. So that's another you know, dining room area, or maybe it's your kitchen if mm-hmm. you're like me and my son and we just stand in the kitchen and eat together right, sometimes. Right. So we're nurturing one another and we're loving one another. Um so that sharing of food is very symbolic. Um so you really want to look um is that hallway area where you interact with them is it full of pictures of your loved ones? Are the walls of- completely empty mm-hmm. or is it super cluttered? Do you have like backpacks and skateboards and everything else filling that hallway? So you can see how maybe an empty hallway would symbolize one thing and a super cluttered hallway would like be the
0: opposite end of the spectrum. Right, because the hallway is sort of the passageway through your home. It's like flowing. So it represents the flow that you would have in that area in your chakra also that makes sense oh yeah absolutely um
1: it's it's wonderful with the you know home chakras because you can see your you know maybe your kids rooms um my son's 13 so you know are there rooms filling out into the (laughs) hallway and it's kind of cool to be able to see somebody else's chakra like going into his bathroom and going into his bedroom and kind of see you know maybe he's a little bit off Mm
2: -hmm. or maybe
1: you know your husband comes home and maybe sees that the bed wasn't made
2: and -hmm. and
1: the bedroom's a little bit off maybe he, he can tell that your chakras aren't necessarily grounded okay but what Um, if you're
0: not like a clean like what if you're okay in your mess I feel like it I used to be really messy of course when I was a teenager right and so I go through these phases where I like everything to have its own place and be really clean but then sometimes I'll let things slide and then it adds up and then I feel really overwhelmed but there are people maybe it's just teenagers in general that are okay (laughs) with being living in their mess and they can still be in their flow and they can do other things. I wonder for the people who are listening, who are not necessarily, you know, super like things to be super clean. I mean, is there, should they just, Try to get organized and see how they feel, or is it okay to? Well, it's you- really
1: about you. So, mm-hmm. how, where do you feel comfortable? So, if you feel comfortable and it brings you joy mm-hmm. to have a lot of knickknacks from your travels and um, pictures, you know, so for some people, maybe two pictures on the wall is really organized. But there's those homes that you go into and they have. 20 pictures on the walls and it's not overkill mm-hmm. so if those things are bringing you um happiness enjoy when you look at them mm-hmm. and not stress mm-hmm. then that's totally fine okay so when that's you, the first
0: factor then is the stress yeah, that it creates and the anxiety right
1: yeah how do you feel when you walk into that room okay for some people when they walk into the bedroom and they've got you know Fifteen pillows on the bed. Mm-hmm. Some people are That's like, like okay, why do we need so many pillows?" <laughs> That's like my But answer. for so, you and me, mm-hmm. I'm like, I've i got my <laughs> throat pillow and my pillow that supports my back, and then and I the have show my pillows, and then I yeah. Pillow, and then you have your <laughs> little fluffy show pillows, and it brings me happiness mm-hmm. when I walk into the room, right? And all of the pillows are right where they're supposed to be, right? that brings me happiness. Yes. But if I walk into my room and I like the pillows are on the ground and mm-hmm. the bed wasn't made mm-hmm. and everything else, I'm like, Oh yeah, I need to change my sheets mm-hmm. and then this and that mm-hmm. you can see the difference. Yes. But some people, two pillows and a blanket that makes yeah. them happy. Yeah. So whatever it is that you walk into a room and you're like, this is my space mm-hmm. and you're happy. Mm-hmm. You know, some people don't want a stack of files on their desk. But other people, like, they're like, all right, I got my stack of files. That's organized. Yeah. Those are the ones I need to do. Those are the ones that are done. So whatever you walk in and you're like, all right, yeah. let's be creative. Let you know, um, brings you a smile when you walk into that room seeing the um, picture of, you know, that memory
0: on the wall. That's what's important. Yeah. Okay. That makes perfect sense. I just wanted to also say too, when you were talking about the heart chakra and how it envelops your hands, and I love that because it's also the compassion chakra and we help with our hands, right? When people yeah. say that you have um, a helping hand or a helping hand is like a help, having a helping heart. I mean, it totally makes sense. And just that's how we hug people and that's how we reach out and that's how we cook with our hands and we give to others and we can help others by carrying their load right with our hands so I I like that analogy that's
1: yeah that's absolutely beautiful and so true because if you think about the heart chakra it is it's your your hug center Mm -hmm. it's you know even if it's just a handshake and Mm -hmm. you know tapping somebody on the shoulder
0: that's your heart. Chakra. I read a book once and I can't remember what book it is, but it actually was talking about how you know how we even talk about um, the connections that we have with people like when we don't we lose a friend or something we feel like it's our heartstrings that are breaking or and they were saying that it actually is like anytime you have a relationship with someone or you form a new relationship, your energy reaches out and grabs the other person, like with a handshake or with a hug, and they are connected to you. That's why we say, "I love to be connected with you," because you are physically. Your energy is connected, and so when you break that connection, whether it's through drama or they've moved or they've passed away or something, it actually hurts your heart because those are the the like the energy heartstrings that come, and you know, and so it just. It's really interesting. It makes sense. And I think a lot of our language, we use that, but we don't fully understand why we say things like that. Like, you know, my heart hurts or, you know, um, yeah, my heart, the heartstrings and talking about stuff like that. I think that that's
1: absolutely. Yeah. Well, It was it's the same thing with like the third eye and mm-hmm. that intuition mm-hmm. of knowing it like your your gut is connected to that. I absolutely love that. Yeah. So that's your heart chakra. That's everything about your heart chakra from, you know, the center of your heart to, you know, giving somebody a hug, that whole circle of your arms. And it could just be a handshake and, a you know, a pat on the shoulder with somebody. So that's, yeah, that's exactly it.
0: That's great. Okay. So now the throat chakra. Yeah, so our throat chakra. This is our
1: communication center. Uh, What we say we mean. Um, Are you having a difficult time expressing your feelings with other people? Um, So we need to look, and this is going to be different for everybody, because how do you communicate with everybody? Is this um, you in your office, on your laptop, doing a podcast? or is it texting on your phone from your living room couch? Some people you know, like to text from their bed or whatever that space is for you. Look at those areas of your home and also look at your actual pieces of communication device. Is your phone physically dirty? Does it need to be sanitized and cleaned? Um, do you have too many icons open on your desktop? I know the other day... I went through and cleared off um, all the craziness that was going on my desktop and reorganized all of my icons and put everything where it belonged. And it was so nice coming back the next day, um, having that clean space. So yeah, really look at, you know, how many tabs
0: do you have? I know I always have too many tabs open. I saw on (laughs) social media, there was actually a post that said my brain has too many tabs open. I'm like, oh my God, that's so me. And it's, it's, I don't know why I leave them all open. I actually need to get better about just closing them down. Cause when I look at my screen, it's messy. It's overwhelming sometimes. And it's hard. I was going to mention to you too, I just read this awesome book called the one thing. And um, I downloaded it on audible. It's awesome because it just talks about giving you a focusing question where what's the one thing that I can do, you know, even right now that by doing it is going to make everything easier or unnecessary. So Having that question, um, you know, just allows you to move forward because you can be busy all day long and do a ton of different stuff and be really reactive to things. And at the end of the day, you can think, I didn't do anything It's right? because you didn't do the one thing that you wanted to do, you know? So it's, it's a really good book. I talked about it last week on my episode. So you can listen to that too, if you want. I'm going to check that yeah. out. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I love that. I love Audible. So I'm going to definitely uh, download that and listen to it. Um, and I loved what you were saying about the tabs because I am known for anybody that's ever seen my phone been close enough to me i keep all of the internet browsers open Mm -hmm. on my phone Mm -hmm. and it's just a way for me to go back and it's comforting for me it's not overwhelming or stressful it's a comfort for me so even though i have like at least 20 tabs open Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i said 20 at a time um and it may be pulling energy from my phone it's still it. It makes me happy because I felt comfort knowing that when I heard about that, um, you know, website that I wanted to go back and check Mm -hmm. out or that sale or Mm -hmm. whatever it is, I can go and I can put it real quick into my phone and I feel comfortable and that I can always go back to it and it's there for me. Um, so I go through like once a week and I go close out all of the ones.
0: That You're better than need. me then. I don't, I never do it. I just, I, my phone was really slow one time and my son was like, Oh my God, mom, you never close anything. <laughs> so I had everything open. And I, I, uh, I mean 20 is, would be good on a good day for me because I feel like I never shut those things down. I didn't realize that every time you, well, I did realize it every time you click on a link, it opens a new, a new thing. So yeah, do it so that your phone runs smoother too. <laughs> close stuff down. Yes. Yes, yeah.
1: definitely. So if it's, if it's bringing you comfort yes. and joy, yes. then good. If not, then
0: close those puppies out, right. shut them down. Okay. So. And so then the next, um, chakra is our third eye. Our, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. Our six chakras, our third eye chakra. And these last two chakras, um, I really look at them a bit different than I look at the other chakras because you can work on these independently, but I really feel that it's important to build the rest of your chakras Mm -hmm. um, so that those are flowing to really open this um, chakra. And if you're looking at it from a home perspective, chances are you're going to clear a lot of this up with those other chakras before you get here. And this is gonna be whether it's in your home, your body, um, mentally, physically, emotionally, everything. The the sixth and section second sorry, the sixth and seventh chakra mm-hmm. almost come naturally mm-hmm. to where you find yourself in that flow. Mm-hmm. But you can look and And if you really are like, I feel like my other chakras are pretty good. Mm -hmm. Look at where you pray. Where is your, where's your knowledge and your spiritual devotion coming from? Um, Where do you do yoga or journal? Where's that connection with your inner self? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's that reading or um, your meditation corner that Mm -hmm. you have in your home. What? where is that space? Is that space inviting? Um, but you know, just like any other space in our home, is it decluttered? Mm -hmm. And two things that I like to do for this chakra specifically Mm -hmm. is I absolutely love adding music. Mm So this can be to any space in your home and there's, um, you can like go to Spotify and just hit, um, chakras mm-hmm. and it'll bring up these tones and vibrations yes, and frequencies. I did
0: one of your classes and you had that in your class and I felt like that was so awesome. I actually listened to it at night one time because I just was having a hard time sleeping and I felt like the sounds and the vibrations were awesome. I love that.
1: Yeah it's it's great and it doesn't have to be the chakra vibrations Mm -hmm. but if you haven't done those Mm -hmm. definitely check them out because they're really really cool yeah um when I was preparing those for my class it was like all right let me see if this one's gonna work and it was like instantaneously listening to that like I felt I felt it in that chakra have you heard of sound
0: therapy because that's a thing too right it is and I've done it
1: when I was in Bali Uh I went to a sound healing Uh and it was absolutely incredible Um, I I don't do drugs but if I was to ever go on a trip that is what I would associate
0: wow
1: (laughs) I recommend that for anybody the sound healing it
0: is phenomenal that's awesome also I would say if you haven't done Oprah Deepak's um meditation challenges, those are awesome because I think they always have such a positive message and they're free. Um not not all the time, but okay, she's doing one now that's like hope and uncertain times. And their message is just so nice. And they've got that nice music that you can listen to. And sometimes I'll listen when I'm walking the dog or um first thing in the morning if I get up early but don't want to actually get out of bed yet. I'll just pop that in and listen to that as a good message for the day. And I feel like that has Brought awareness um, to my third eye, maybe because I, there was I just didn't see, you know, I had I didn't see things the same. Once I started listening to those and reading um, more spiritual books, it just brought a- around a new awareness of my behavior and the choices that I make, and that I can have um, control of my reactions to things, right? Because you know, you think about how even during a tragedy. There's some people that rise up out of the tragedy and some people that don't. And if you realize that it's because of the choices that you make, it can be really empowering because then you can realize that, wow, I don't have to be so reactive. And that's an awareness that you may not have, right? And once you have that, you can start taking more control of your life and designing your life and how you want to behave and um, how you want to be as a person and how you want others to see you and and all of that so I love those yeah yeah
1: absolutely I love those too and it's so true it isn't the things that happen to you that make you uh, Mm -hmm. who you are Mm -hmm. it's how you react to all of those things yeah absolutely I agree with you 100% and yeah I fully I have done the Oprah Deepak Mm -hmm. and those are fantastic
0: yeah Okay. And so then what about the very last one? You're saying that those are kind of connected and they're about the same. So if you're working on your meditation, working on those, you're kind of also opening up the the very top one too.
1: Yeah. So then that flows into your um, seventh chakra and that's your crown chakra. Um, So this is the unity Mm -hmm. and your grouped consciousness. So it's your physical body meeting that universe and your soul and your inner self. Mm -hmm. And it's really one in the same. So everybody is like, Oh, the universe is doing this to me. And it's just like what we had just said. Mm -hmm. It's not about the things that happen to you, but how you react. Mm -hmm. And once you reach that, um, whether it be for a brief moment or for, you know, a long period of time, it's you realizing that you are the universe and the universe is you and you making that connection and you f- feel it. And it's like all is peaceful in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like you're just in that magical
0: bubble. Um, and so is that what they mean when they say they're enlightened? Is that yes. like you yeah. understand? I don't yes. know. I, Cause I feel like the, um, the ego and all of those other things want to keep us down here. Right. And they want to keep us separated from everybody and they want us to, you know, that's when our ego is really strong and talking a lot, it's always the me versus them kind of attitude. Right. And like they're wrong and I'm right. And, and that, and if you can take a step back from that and realize that that chatter that's going, is just your ego. It's not really you. Um, and you don't have to be right all the time because maybe somebody else is also Right. And it's not about being right. It's about, you know, what's most important and how can you come together and understand what's going on and be compassionate of others. And if you start to have that attitude, it's amazing how things will open up. And I'm a firm believer that sometimes if you're stuck in a situation and things keep, you know, quote unquote, happening to you, it's probably the universe trying to nudge you to like, learn something here. So like, what can I learn from this situation to like mix so that it doesn't keep so cannot be unstuck or I can get unstuck and not keep doing the same things over and over and over again. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's about
1: the journey mm-hmm. and you, you know, that's what it's all about.
0: It sounds so it's cliche, cliche, right? Cause we've heard that over and over again, but until you, <laughs> until you start to really incorporate some of these things into your life and you realize that that's the truth, you're like, Oh yeah. So it really was just as easy as they said, you know, it is life. That Life's about the journey, not the destination. And, you I know, know
1: it does, like you said, it's cheesy
0: and cl- cliche, yeah. but it really is true.
1: And once you feel it and it, like you get it and you, like, like I said, whether it's that split second of that aha moment or uh-huh. you're actually in it uh-huh. um, and you're feeling it, that's, you know, it. you're like, I want back there. Yeah. I want that, that happy little bubble back. So really in our home and bringing our focus on that. Um, you really should bring your focus to those ways that you have whether you see out your windows mm-hmm. of your home, make mm-hmm. sure those are clean. Mm-hmm. Um, or the pathway into your house mm-hmm. itself. So this is your your entryway. Do you have bushes that are blocking that maybe need to be trimmed back?
0: Or is shoes it, all at the front door, totally cluttered, right? <laughs> like that's the first thing. Yes. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: So, being able to have y- your front door even being clean and open and inviting. Do you have a welcome mat? Like, what what does that space look like, mm-hmm. or is it barren? Uh you know Uh so look at that and and walk through it like you're walking through your soul like yoga is the key to our heart heart and opening it up it's that meditation of finding our inner selves our inner enlightenment and everything so um our home it's where you walk in it's that first connection with the universe or you walking out into the universe right so those those windows and doorways Um, in and out of our home that's that's super important
0: oh my gosh that's so awesome I love our talk today thank you so much for coming I feel like um, we covered so much today and there's still so much more because people could actually connect with you and learn how yoga can help them open up their chakras right Oh, absolutely. Um, yes. There's postures you can do and other things that you can do. Like she mentioned the music that you can listen to. So getting your home decluttered and going through every room and thinking about how they affect your different chakras is one way, but there's so many other ways. And if um you want to get connected with Jara, please do. You can follow her on Instagram, right? And what is that? Yeah. So my Instagram
1: is at life love yogi. And, awesome. um, if anybody ever has any questions, I'm totally open. Yeah. It's it, like, email me, yeah. jara33 at gmail.com. Okay. It's out there. Yeah. So send me an email. I'd love to talk and chat or send me a little DM on Insta. Yeah. And I would love to give you more information. Um, and speaking of information, I, can give you to put on your website yeah just some tips and tricks so in addition to everything we talked about about decluttering our rooms mm-hmm. and stuff like that even just adding like the you know something red in our root chakra areas mm-hmm. of our home mm-hmm. um and bringing those colors in there's gemstones there's yoga postures there's um you know, even essential oils. I love like frankincense are, are, is amazing, um, for any chakra. So I have different
0: essential oils that you can use for every,
1: um, you're going to put
0: them all in like a, a a one sheet or something, and then I'll put that on my website. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, so yeah, Okay, so I'll Get have that, that as a downloadable, them. free printable for you, and we'll have Jara's contact information on there. But if you want to learn more or you want to connect with her to have a um, one-on-one yoga section or yoga session through Zoom or something, please do that. That's awesome. Um, thank you again for being here. I'm so excited. Um, have a yeah, great day. Thank you so much. Wow. That was such a fun episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Just to recap, we went over the seven chakras and which areas they balance in our lives. And Jera helped us realize that all of them can be supported by going through the different areas of your home and analyzing how you feel. If any area isn't sparking joy and is causing you stress or creating overwhelm, take small steps to start doing things like organizing and decluttering to start creating more balance in your life. You will be amazed at how even just the simple act of making your bed will make you feel less stressed and more relaxed when you walk into your room. And now more than ever, we're all stuck at home. So we have plenty of time to do things that can make you feel better in your space. So stay safe, stay healthy. And thanks again for for listening. I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found something that will help you and your family bloom and grow. I'm on a mission to bring health and home together, and I invite you to join me. If you enjoyed today's episode, you might also enjoy reading the digital magazines that I publish every single month. They are called the Wellness Real Estate Magazine, which is Wellness RE, and Healthy Home Magazine and they feature wellness lifestyle communities that are being designed and built all over the country. Plus, I have healthy home professionals that share their insights on how you can create a healthier home environment. Building biology experts, biophilic designers, wellness architects, color psychology specialists, and even eco-designers all together in one place. I guarantee it's not like any other magazine you've read before. You can check it out at www healthyhome-mag.com. You can purchase single issues, and I have tons of articles from over the past two years that you can share. Remember, sharing is caring. And please follow me on Instagram at healthyhomemag. Reach out and let me know how you like the show or what topics you'd like me to cover in the future. I'm open to learning more about what matters to you. Together, we're making the world a healthier place, one home at a time.